This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. Hello and welcome to the show about nothing. My name is Fatima and I am here in the studio with Belen. Hello. Hello. Uh, normally we're going to have Marie later on as well via distance, uh, not naming any brands, but you know, the u- the tool everybody uses to have meetings online nowadays. But I'm already here. You know, oh, there she know. is. <laughs> Hello. Hi, I was going to let you in, but thanks. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, all right. Uh, we we also have a guest in the studio today, our uh, beloved expert for the show. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> His name is Christopher. Welcome. Oh, thanks. Hi. Hi. Uh, and Belen, do you want to take uh, take it uh, and introduce like the subject of today? All right. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about data. You know about data. You couldn't live without data. You leave all your data spread around town when you walk around looking at Google Maps, for example. I just think about that. I think of that uh, movie with uh, Timberlake and Olivia. What's her name? Where they have like cash on their in their arms, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. points. But I don't know if that has any time. Cash in time, it's called? In time, something yeah. in time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking about that movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it, Marie? Marie. Sorry, I was muted. Uh, oh. Obviously not. <laughs> no, of course, because you haven't seen any movies, right? <laughs> no, it's not right. great anyway. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to up your volume a little bit. So I'm going to try to do that during a little song break. Uh, so after the song, we'll get back to data. Yes. Uh, we'll we're going to listen to Los Bichos. Pista, fresh start. Here goes. <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Hello, hello, and welcome back to K103. You're listening to the show about nothing, and today we are talking about data. And we just heard a really cool song that Fatima really, really liked. I did. Called uh, Pista by Los Bichos, which is a really cool band. I highly recommend it. If you weren't moving your hips, then you, you there's something you're wrong dead. with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the doctor now. <laughs> so... Let's get down to business, yeah? Let's get down, <laughs> let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thank the you, echo. <laughs> uh, okay, so something that most of us can agree on is that nowadays information is at the tip of our fingers. It's really easy. Uh, this comes in handy most times, mostly when you want to prove your friend wrong in a discussion and you can just show a Wikipedia page on their faces like, see, see, that's yeah. right. Um, however... As we learned from uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Ah. Handling all the data we generate on every Google search. Or that the, is. Or the, or the web, you know. The, the interwebs. <laughs> it's a double pun. Yeah, so where does this data come from? Where does it go? And can you please help us? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, now we're going to... Let Marie talk because, as she pointed out before, in uh, or at some point when we were discussing this uh, episode theme, 
She would not be with us today if it weren't for data. Because she is not in Gothenburg at the moment. Where are you, Marie? Where are you? But okay, before you talk, Marie, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to come in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say data, are we talking just like the existence of internet or information? I think it's like an umbrella term, the way I understand it. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's, I, I, I see it as information. So I just thought we could clar- clarify it before, mm. for the listeners. So, because people might have different... like inf- Yeah, We are going to be using... Information and data as synonyms. Yeah. Yes. What do you think about it, Christopher? Uh, I like data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like data. It, it makes my life much easier. Yeah, for sure. How? Yeah. Uh, Spotify, for example. Mm-hmm. It can. Uh, it knows what I want to listen to. Okay, so, so in that case, that would be more like information stocked and like analysis based on what you've heard before and like offering yeah so it knows me better than i know it myself. yeah yeah <laughs> that's the scary <laughs> stuff man <laughs> marie do you have any comments um yeah i just got really thoughtful when uh, he he talked about this algorithm uh, spotify thing because it's true same also advertisement um I was, I think, a bit thinking about data in this uh, connection, like uh, online data, phone, mobile data way, um, uh, which allows me to be in that show today. I hope, uh, by the way, my my sound is not horrible for all of you listening. Um, But yeah, uh, honestly, I think I wouldn't even be in Estonia and I wouldn't even work the job I'm working if there wasn't all this data because you know i'm following channels that suggest things that could be interesting to me and so was that job suggested to me so that's how i ended up in talent blame data (laughs) blame data (laughs) we should be mad on not the free choice of you moving yep i am mad i mean very i think it's an opportunity so blame data or thank data i don't know yeah you want to take it yeah i get it but uh, so uh, if we get back to to data, you said sp- you like data because it offers you like it suggests things to you. And and the same for Marie. Uh, sorry, Marie, I'm looking at Christopher. This is a hassle mm-hmm. <laughs> when I don't see your face. But just so you know who I'm talking to. Um, mm-hmm. But if we talk, if we go back to the definition of just data as like the umbrella term for information, Infor- like internet, internet. like just like how what do you bring into that like big umbrella term i think i mean i agree with christopher and marie it makes everything easier like i also like i think about my life without spotify every day of my life and i just i don't want to live like that (laughs) so i guess i also like data and uh, marie was also talking about google maps bless google maps i mean i'd be so lost without it Mm. but i just think that thing you said about spotify knowing you better that than you know yourself you can always look at it the other way around like is it giving you what you want to listen to or do you listen to what Spotify wants you to listen to? I know this sounds very like conspiracy theory yeah, and so on, but sometimes I do wonder, like, because when you play at the radio of a song or the radio of an artist, like Spotify chooses for you and you don't know why they're picking that specific yeah i mean it's you the algorithm to things right so yeah. so you you start to like things when you've seen them several times mm-hmm. when they're like when you're yeah used to having them around i guess but that makes it really easy for um these 
companies that control all these algorithms and that come up with the algorithms that organize everything. Yeah. It m- makes it so easy for them to control what we are having access to. Mm. And that is, I think, that's one side of data that is a bit darker. Can I, can I share a story? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a theory I used to have um, before. So I'm 28. I'm, I'm born 93, turning 29 this summer. And uh, when I traveled to France, like after the, after the Charlie Hebdo and like those... Um, Well, attacks on uh, media in France and then in Belgium and like, yeah, those terrorist attacks. Uh, I um, well, I used to travel back and forth to France a lot. And I was always one of those people who was randomly tested. I've done a lot of terrorist tests or like bomb tests or like residue tests or whatever they want to call it. Um, always random, of course, supposedly. I'm there with you, sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always randomly pick me. Yeah. Uh, and it's been it's been one time it helped me because I caught a plane that I was gonna you know not catch because I got to like go in a separate line and got you know past the whole big security check which mm-hmm. was cool but anyway I had a theory that I was always randomly picked because of my age name and heritage being that my father's Moroccan uh, and I was you know 24 25 so maybe being according to some algorithm able to be manipulated easily or like that I was like a risk group of someone who could have been turned hmm. into ISIS or Daesh or, or how you want to call it which is like maybe aligns a little bit with this whole like the negative idea of of uh, when you make assumptions based on da- data yeah. sort of like but at the same time I mean if that's true I, I've, ne- I've never checked out this theory but if it's If it's true, then I understand that they check like they they check me because I'm the risk factor or whatever, but yeah thoughts comments it, i I think uh, it's true because i I never get problems, yeah, I just yeah. go straight through everywhere And so christopher is a is a privileged white male right <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> um yeah, and you've never had any issues, but no. you're also a tad older than us, yeah. like a few years older. Maybe almost forty. Nah, <laughs> true. That's relative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can approach our our uh, change our slogan. Um, I mean, in two years we have to do. Oh my God, we're approaching forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> as soon as we hit thirty, um, we're gonna like, oh my God, forty is the next. <laughs> Sorry, I had a comment um, to this. I do believe also what you said is uh, true. Like it kind of aligns with. Um, uh, I would just uh, totally agree to look your theory there. Mm. Um, but then also I think that data, um, first of all, is like like something really neutral. It's like a collection of data, of uh, things, you know, of facts. Yeah, just facts. They yeah. are connected into, yeah, sorry. No, 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 I just, I just tried to help you out by finishing the sentence. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, and then I think data uh, transforms into information which can then further processed into like you know knowledge we make up but i think like data is sort of like a raw product which is then later on transformed into 
like information theories uh, yeah but it, it's still there's still like this, a yeah. human there so like there the da- data in itself the collected data is neutral but you still need someone mm-hmm. to perform the analysis mm-hmm. which is going to have like then the human factor mm-hmm. is added and, and humans are flawed not I guess. so much perform it but analyze it yeah 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 and i also think that even though data is neutral um you can target it in a very suspicious way and it's also like a really nice scapegoat like you can very easily oh no but i got this because of the algorithm nobody really knows what an algorithm is Mm. so you get picked over and over again (laughs) and you're slightly suspicious that this is not random but they're just saying oh it's the algorithm (laughs) and it's very easy to hide behind one i mean mean, as a company as a big representative as a big company as a government as um whatever i have i have a friend who was always like i'm getting recommended like this racist facebook pages and like this is like the pub the commercials are always like super weird for him and he's also in his 30s and white and privileged mate is it mm-hmm. the same for you do you also get like super weird stuff recommended for you i mean you're a mm. nice person yeah, <laughs> yeah. no allegedly uh, allegedly <laughs> i think i'm i'm very good at uh, uh sh- sort it out yeah okay so i think but don't you like if you get something super weird? Don't you just want to click for click on it just because it's so weird that you're like curious what it's all about, and then that adds to your or you just don't click. I get weird news. Yeah. Uh, when I'm reading news on Google. Yeah. Uh, they are for me, mm-hmm. like games and movies and such. Yeah. Okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not so weird though, right? Because you're into no, games, it, movies, it, it, and it, such. It's weird. In a way that it knows what I want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't get weird things outside what I what I like. I mean, Google's my best friend. They know everything about me. But it's also, if I can come back to to the f- weird Facebook ads, there was like a big scandal related to the 2016 elections and the 2020 elections mm-hmm. of Facebook manipulating ads. Uh, in order to help the Trump campaign. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know the specifics, but well, like this is what I mean. Like, oh, this is randomly chosen for you based on what you normally click. Yeah. When in reality, there is like a group of people that is pushing this kind of ads towards you that are a vulnerable person or like a a potential voter of one type of government because of your heritage or your upbringing. So I'm just saying... Data is neutral, but like not too much. <laughs> and then we also have to deal with deep fakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to think about this for a little while. Hello again! We're back. This is K103. This is the show about nothing. And today we're talking data. You're probably listening to us thanks to data. <laughs> yeah, that's And true. that is a very positive thing. So now, instead of being as negative as we've been, talking about how we can be controlled by data and being very scared, we'd like to talk about positive maybe, things. Maybe we're... Uh, sorry. Maria, are you also here? Mm. I am here, yes. Oh, okay, okay. I was also going to say that maybe we're also very scared because we're in the generation where when we when we just got computers in general, they were like, don't go into this web page and viruses and everything and everything. Do you remember that? 
like when the computer came mm-hmm. into your life? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to. This was a big thing in my house because I started with MSN. I think yeah. we all did <laughs> in this room. So <laughs> weird. So many weird things happened on MSN, though. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was just. I've seen a lot of penises, guys. You have? Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> I've seen a lot of penises on MSN. That's how I discovered I got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> You saw it on me, and you were like, "Whoa!" I got a penis. Yeah. So, I I was like, my usage of the computer was very policed. Like yeah. uh, from 10 p.m., I wasn't allowed to be on it. Well, I oh, mean, I'm, late, I'm from Spain, yeah, so 10 p.m. is not late in Spain. Mm-hmm. Just saying, like, it's a different conception of how uh, there's time a, there's is a managed. siesta in the middle that like annuls the time, like makes it later. Well, we can talk about we can do an episode on siestas. <laughs> <laughs> and prejudice. And prejudice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, and I used to get very annoyed because that's like right after having dinner, so all of my friends would connect at around that time. So I could be connected during siesta time, but nobody was on because they were doing either extracurricular activities or actually yes Siestas. sleeping <laughs> so i was like i want to be on later like and my brother could go on playing like on fridays and like not school nights because he wasn't playing he was playing uh, computer games that weren't online mm. and therefore he got allowed to they, play they weren't online so they weren't online so he, he was, was playing what play- cards i don't know what he was playing i don't <laughs> remember but he didn't he was playing you know the one with the minefield where you're just like <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I in my early career I was playing computer games that were like on sort of CDs and yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I you had like a CD thing you would put in the like stationary computer, and then it was mm-hmm. like you know limited options of whatever things mm-hmm. you could discover in the game. But yeah, I also never continued that the career. So uh, <laughs> you could have been a professional gamer, Marie. <laughs> Could have, yeah. yeah. One, one chance missed again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I and I remember Sims came in the in the CD. Yeah, and you played well. Yeah. So he was a lot, even though he was like, oh, he's almost five years younger than me. And I was really like, oh my god! I was like 14. I was so old and mature. And he was like <laughs> only 10. And why can he play until 12? And I have to like. Yeah. be out at 10 already this is so unfair so yeah I think I but think maybe we're not that scared ourselves but our parents yeah, my but dad it's like is been, super paranoid been, yeah. I was going to say impregnated in our minds <laughs> but that's not the word but uh, I was also going to say maybe your parents made like a mental algorithm that you know 14 and affectable mm. um, I, I mean they, I don't know. were they right? I might misuse yes. the word of algorithm I don't mm. know <laughs> for me algorithm is magic like I don't really know how they yeah, work exactly. it's just like you have one thing on one side of the algorithm then it goes through the algorithm and it becomes something else therefore magic magic <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> That's just how I think. but uh, positive things then yeah um, I, I actually haven't had time to think about this for me it's that uh, it stores like you can store all of your passwords on google Oh, yeah. You don't have to remember them. You don't even have to create them. <laughs> I'm too scared to do that. You are? Yeah, like, that is probably very safe, but, like, I'm too lazy. Like, I, I have pretty much the same password for everything, and Google knows it. So. And, they, uh, and um, well, I have variations of the same, but mm. it, uh, they often say, maybe you should reconsider the safety of yeah. your, all you know, platforms. Yeah. And all, and all, and all. 
Uh, There's apps nowadays, uh, with, like la last pass or I don't know. There's something I uh, use. I think you can like save passwords for different things, which you then have to save with like you know either a fingerprint or some other password, and then you have basically an app that's managing all of them. Uh, but yeah, I oh. I I I tend to do the same. Like for some things, I save it on Google, but also let's be honest like the last i don't know 10 years the amounts of passwords you needed yeah uh, was like exploding i don't know like i i used to have maybe i don't know like four five frequent things i have to log into and now it's i'm like i mean it's closer to 20 i don't know yeah yeah that's true there's a lot of um you need more brain capacity than we have, like storage. <laughs> but so we are all saving, we're doing the lazy way and saving it on Google with their the key help. And you have a paper at home where you write them down or? Uh, I'm using the same password for everything. everywhere. What's wow. more dangerous, having the same password for everything? Because you get hacked once. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, my passwords and email address has been hacked everywhere on every page I've been on. Oh, wow. Almost. So I know that uh, someone can try my email on a site and that mm -hmm. password, that's... <laughs> that's scary, but, uh, though. But I think we always think, like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Who cares about my life, you know? Yeah. And then it happens to someone I'm close to mostly you. worried about, like, my... my savings quote-unquote because that's like <laughs> sometimes i'm very like um careless because i always think oh well if they mm, steal my wallet they're just not gonna find much in there so mm -hmm. it's not gonna be great for them so i'm always like super detached mm -hmm. but with this thing it's I'm the same like the phone honestly yeah phone, phone. and uh, it's also like all of your uh, like your personal number and the passport and yeah, all your bank account data, you can, like, I read about or heard about uh, identities that had been stolen and how hard it is to, like, get, like, convince the state that that, that person is, is you yeah, and yeah. somebody has, like, taken over and it really, it can really ruin easily 10 years of your life. Was this an American story by any chance? Most likely, yeah. but we were gonna talk about the positives. Yeah, but I think I think uh, it's hard. I, uh, positive. <laughs> I mean, we. I think we just take take it for granted. So it's just everyday life, and we just don't really consider all the ways that we use mm. use in like all the way the storage of data is beneficial for us. Mm. But I was actually listening to P three Dystopia about. Uh, mm. I don't remember the title, but it was the last show that came out recently mm. uh, where they were talking about so a dystopian future where someone had not gone to work. So this is imag imaginary, obviously. This is not someone imagined it. But someone had not been to work for some time and their parent had died. Have you heard this, Christopher? No. Their parent had died. Um, and so they were like a little bit of, a little bit depressed because sad. Um and then they got the opportunity, like they had some sort of glasses that made them see a video over and over from some birthday party where their parent was like in a 3D version of the parent. Oh. Uh, and then like all of a sudden came a bing, pay a thousand crowns and you get to see even more of this or like interact more or you get like another feature that's even cooler and the person like gets super emerged into mm. this 
alternate reality, this virtual world where their parent is still alive. The metaverse. Yeah. It makes me think of the scene in The Witcher. Yeah, which one? When they when they show her parents and it's not oh, real. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah. Simulation. Yeah. Hmm? Have you all seen The Witcher? Yeah. No. Yeah. I know the scene you're talking Sorry. about, yeah. But uh, I'm thinking about yeah. a story about... Uh, uh, I read it online. It was a guy that played a lot of video games with his father when he was young. Mm. So they played a, uh, some uh, car game racing. Need uh, for speed. Yeah, could be. Yeah, no. Uh, and his father got a record, uh, the best time on some map. So... When you drove in that map, you could see a ghost car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How his father drive and his father died later. Oh. So the son uh, put the video games away, but like 10 or 15 years later, he fi- found the game. Mm-hmm. And he so could he started see up. like... Yeah, and he could see his father's car drive around. Amazing. So he played with him, but he didn't want to break the records. Yeah. Mm. Because then it would be deleted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow, that's very emotional. That's, yeah, it is. I um, I think it was Need for Speed because that feature. I mean, maybe it's a feature on several games, but that's sort of sad. I mean, for me, it makes me think of the surrogates and Wally. You know, mm. when everybody's super fat and flying mm. around in yeah. these things and living, and the surrogates. I think it's you Ro- know that Bruce Wally Willis. Wally is a version of this uh, cave myth by Plato. The mirror thing. No, the the no. cave like, like where, the cave where you see where everybody like you were seeing figures shadows. yeah yeah the sh- shadows shadow world really of, yeah yeah so yeah I this could it, yeah. be this could be where we're headed as yeah. well you know we we'll see I guess oh, the dream <laughs> another thing I w- sorry for randomly like speaking all over you because I can't see you I have just a very short anecdote. Like I'm taking the tram to work in Tallinn and Tallinn is uh, in Estonia and Estonia is known to be like the e-Estonia, like the most digitally advanced society in the world and they're marketing this big time. But what is really creepy is they have like robots that are delivering things. So there's a lot of them around in Tallinn, like bringing packages and like sorts of, I don't know, probably letters or something. And like the first days... I was majorly confused by this, like, it's like tiny uh, cleaning robots, but they're like having a flag and they detect when humans approach them and then they stop so they don't disturb you walking. What? But it's really weird because there's this tiny autonomous machines like running around on the pedestrian walk. <laughs> and yeah, so that's like very futuristic for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you can scary. befriend them and then you can be like C3PO and R2D2. Yeah. Where's my like package? Crossing roads and waiting at traffic lights, you know, they, they know when to go and when not. Wow. And How is this not like bigger news? Like, why don't we know about this? And the fucking robot. Wow. You're listening to Gothenburg Student Radio K103. Yes, you are. And this is the show about nothing where we've been talking about data, mostly scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have a subject uh, that is, um, I wanted to like s- nicely transition into it, talking about this person uh, watching their um, 
parent, like living with their parent, I was mm. thinking maybe you could do something with DNA, then you can, you know, reproduce mm. the person, like make <laughs> this virtual version of the person. Um, I'm trying to get us into biological data. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to throw that ball over to you, Belen. Hey, uh, I mean, I do have a bachelor's in biology. I say this in every episode mm-hmm. because I think this is the only Swag. place. <laughs> yeah, this is the only place where I use my bachelor's apparently. But um, yeah, so one of the biggest challenges of biological science at the moment is handling the data because we have if there's too much of it there's too much of it and it's very easy to produce like you know how do you remember there was this big project to sequence the human genome mm-hmm. like to have like all the all the genes yeah stored mm-hmm. and such and that took about 10 years or so to develop all the technology and to be able to perform this sequencing and now you can sequence an entire genome human not human whatever you want in less than a day it's super easy so for a single individual you for can a single do it individual, in one day no in one day yeah or like it depends on the machines that you're working with yeah obviously but yeah. it is it's insanely fast and it's developing more and more so it's a very like the mistakes that these um machines make are very very small and they're very accurate so we have we have the data there like the information is there Uh, and what can we do with this information well depends what you want to use it for there's uh i think it this kind of um the fact that it's so easy to get all this data has made the whole industry about getting your genes sequenced and getting like your ancestors and where are your genes coming from and where is your family from, that kind of industry. So it's being used a lot for that. Like ancestry and... Ancestry. Uh, yeah, and it's also, one. Yeah. when it comes to finding um, genetical causes for uh, diseases, it's very useful. Mm. But of course, you have to like... <laughs> we're talking about... Uh, very big studies with the genome of very many people because if you want your study to mean something you have to look at very many people and then you have to try and find a common genetical feature Mm. in uh, a big amount part of these people that you're looking at and you have to you have to know a lot of coding the field of bioinformatics is like the best thing you can do if you are thinking about doing a, a bachelor's in biology or a master's or anything related to biology in your career get really smart in bioinformatics because now it's like a plus like if you can like code you know how to deal with all this data and how to like statistically uh, analyze it at the moment, you get a job very easily. Well, very easily, as easy as it, you can get a job in the field of biological research. Yeah. But in in a few years, I think it's just going to be like a requirement oh. that you can handle all this biological data. But question: mm-hmm. Can you gene? Can you manipulate the DNA? Uh, yeah. Like in the fetus, for example, and stuff yeah. like that. Because I know that was like ta- a talk a subject recently with uh, how much like what's going to happen when we can design our babies like how's, I mean, the, how's the world gonna ethically 
That's never gonna happen. You don't think so? Well, I mean, designing it doesn't have to be because I probably think probably already happening in somewhere. Yeah, that is actually true. But uh, there's, can we do it with the tools that we have? Yeah. Yes, like the tools are there, and it's used more than to design your babies. It's used to like okay, say. It's not the case, I don't think, and I don't know enough about this, so don't quote me. Check your sources. Uh, but like, imagine that you can detect uh, that your the future baby has uh, Down syndrome because mm. you've seen like the trisomy of the twenty-first chromosome. Yeah, maybe you you could. I think maybe we can already, or we're very close to like manipulate the genome of the fetus rather than. In, and when it, it before it's been born yeah and then or not i don't know i'm not sure because mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you could like take it out of the mother manipulate get it in again. yeah i was wondering because isn't it because uh, <clears throat> in my mind if you if you're like carry a carrier of something that could produce um, mm. down syndrome in someone else then that's mm. the point where you would manipulate rather than mm. when you actually have some sort of I mean but growth. it's just it's really hard because when uh, your genome mixes with the other part the yeah, other yeah, parent yeah. it's all random so you can be a carrier that's also yeah this is a good use for genetical data like mm. when you are thinking about having children you can get all your like genome checked and yeah. then you get your partner's genome checked yeah. and then you see the things that could come out on the wrong side and what's the probability of having some sort of uh, genetical issue with your children mm -hmm. so that is one thing but, but wouldn't that be designing your baby in, in a way already not really because what you're doing the in my opinion, what mm. you're doing is that you're just collecting information that is going to inform your decision. Yes. So this ties in into the li latest episode. But then if you look and you see, okay, there is a very uh, low chance of my baby getting, um, I don't know, yeah, Down syndrome. Let's stick to that because we already yeah, picked yeah. that. And since it's very low, you decide to try for a baby and it's very highly likely that it, it the baby won't have Down syndrome, so that's it. Mm -mm. So you're not really designing, you're just informing your decision of yeah. having babies or not. Yeah. Well, like, what if I'm super anti-gingers, but I'm a carrier of the ginger gene, and then I meet someone that also carries the ginger <laughs> gene, and then we're like, okay, I'm not going to have a baby with you because I don't want a ginger baby, for example. Yeah. You know, because they don't have souls and stuff. It's like an issue. Yeah, yeah. it's an issue. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I'm, I, I really like ginger people, though, but yeah. Yeah, but people are different. Mm -hmm, All mm -hmm. right. I guess. But, you know, guys, Let's Eat Grandma. Happy New Year is coming up for you now. Enjoy. We are going to talk now about what happens when we are exposed to too much data and we don't know what data can we trust and which one we can we not trust. So basically misinformation, like what happens when there's so much information that you're bound to read something that's not true, like people that get their news on Facebook or uh, I don't know, lately, I don't know if you've heard about this group of people, the anti-vaxxers that <laughs> don't think uh, vaccines are uh, great. <laughs> And I actually stuff. got a drop in my letterbox the other like two days ago that was like that was telling me like a paper printed that said 
babies getting vaccinated are what did it say it said that they get misshaped or like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah <laughs> in my letterbox like somebody act- actively went to my door and put down the paper in my door the Frölunda Anti-Vax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Frölunda Anti-Vax Association, they get funding from the city. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Lord. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, yeah. But uh, a lot of, there's also so much information that you, uh, this is an assumption that might not be true, but before you only had a limited amount of sources of information. So mm-hmm. you might go more go more into depth into the, f- the information given, whilst we have so much, uh, we apparently have, I've heard that we have lesser patience, like less patience now than we used to. So we like with the scrolling, we read like only read the titles and then we scroll mm. on and scroll yeah. on. And so I mean, it's it's a big thing also where your ad or where your information is placed when you do a Google search because you pay for like placement. Yeah, what comes you know higher up in the uh, in the chain or yeah. So like. It's a lot monetary connection there, uh, what information gets, you know, more attention. And I think uh, that even though we all know that we have to check our sources, like we, we have this impatient part of us and we just consume whatever, you know, comes up first and also makes sense. So we do a little bit of filtering, but I think still too li- little. Mm. So, yeah. mm, and I think legit problem, I guess. I think we've not we've not been taught critical thinking enough in our education. Mm. We've been given like a textbook and we've been told this is the truth, the absolute truth. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but that's Yeah, I was like I was feels. taught critical thinking in school like it was a course in itself, uh-huh. but it wasn't applied like it was for when you read articles or mm. or like, you know, uh, how about how newspapers are like politically aiming mm. like uh, but that's already stuff like that. that's already a lot i yeah, feel yes, like yeah. in order to fight uh, fake news and misinformation you have to um be capable of critically look at things mm, without getting emotionally attached because I, I think yeah. I feel like that's often a problem i mean i know that you for christopher for example you 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 read a lot of reddit threads for example yeah, yeah. and i i'm this is a, i don't read that many but i feel like a lot of the arguments when people are discussing a subject are emotion emotion based so they would be like or when you say um like t- take the problem of pedophiles for example it's uh, nobody likes them and you know they abuse kids but there are also a lot of people that live with this sickness who don't do anything and it is like something that maybe should rather be discussed than just say when you hear about it you're like i'm pro death because they don't deserve to die to live like that is an emotional reaction rather than uh yeah do you feel like you like meet a lot of that on on reddit or like other forums uh i don't know i'm i read a lot of comments but uh it's a a lot of scrolling before i find what information i'm looking for in the comments like uh if i read uh something that uh makes me feel emotions like i'm getting angry about something yeah yeah then i think uh yeah i need to check this out because i can just i can't just be angry uh uh like you need to hear the different com- the conversation yeah. surrounding the yeah, subject. Yeah, I need to someone to t- uh, 
tell me more facts yeah, okay. so I can uh, put the feelings away. Ah, interesting. And That's a good strategy, though, like hmm. as a way to protect but yourself there, mm, that yeah. that is actually that's a really good thing that you do congratulations yeah. because like you have to go through so many steps like first the anger and i feel that many people get stuck there and they just lash out mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. and then you have to like okay why am i getting angry like examine why where your anger is coming from and then looking for extra information to see which side you're finally putting yourself in but like nowadays there's there's this huge pressure to just take sides immediately and do it in uh in a very in a very radical way like yeah. this is true and this is not true and mm. i'm gonna side with these people and i'm with them like just gray areas mm-hmm. don't exist at all no not anymore it feels like they they want me to be angry yeah or Mm. Like it's provocative so on purpose. Then I think, yeah, I need to check this out because mm. they want me to feel one way. I I need to check the other way. Why? You're Why? really just rebellious. You just don't <laughs> want to align with the people want. Yeah. But all of this, all of these conversations do make like these threads make for like amusing reading. Sometimes, mm. like you can just scroll on the webs and just like see mm. to make yourself feel better. Look at people who are writing. St- Stupid ass things on, <laughs> on forums. <laughs> yeah, that that would also be a good tip of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> check out stupid, uh, stupid. That's the tip of the day, guys. Check out stu- stupid for like forum conversations. Yeah, uh, to make yourself feel better. Why not? Yeah. Feel very smart and bright and yeah. uh, pretty and witty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are have actually reached the end of our uh, episode. I want to thank Christopher for coming. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for and Marie for being here from afar. It's it's it was a try, and I'm happy you were here. Yes, me too. I enjoyed listening along. It's a bit weird to speak into the void, but uh, <laughs> into I the void. All the information and data in real time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Belen, of course, always amazing to see you. Same, Fatima. People, check out our social media. Uh, the show about nothing underscore K103 on uh, Instagram. Follow us everywhere and have Follow a great K103 for more spectacular shows. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. and have a great Saturday. Evening. evening not yeah. sunday saturday <laughs> bye everyone bye. here's uh, fontaine bye. dc jackie down the line bye bye oh my god we're approaching 30 yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. useless <laughs> let's try this again thank god this isn't live You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.